Hello and welcome to the Angelist India Radio. Through these conversations, we're taking you inside the minds of great investors, experienced founders and talented experts. Angelist India pioneered new concepts in startup fundraising and investing for India. You can find out more about us on angel.co/india. Let's dive in. Hey guys, today I'm super excited to have Abhimanyu of Interview Bit and Scaler. He's raised capital from top tier names like Tiger Global and Sequoia, but more importantly, why I wanted to have him on the show is because the number one question that founders ask me is how do we hire top tech talent or how do we upscale our talent? And Abhimanyu will help us sort of unpack a lot of these questions across this uh, next 15-20 minutes that I'm going to spend with him. So welcome Abhimanyu. Thank you so much Utsa for hosting me. and as you very accurately pointed that uh, uh, it's it's a huge problem to be able to you know build a very very strong team and specifically a tech team and in context of the tech startups when you talk about uh, the biggest input to a success of a company that i very strongly believe in that what kind of team you can build and if you are a tech company of course what kind of tech team do you build right uh, maybe i'll take a uh, you know uh, I step down the memory lane that uh, you know how we started and before that what drove us to on on this mission. So both me and my co-founder Anshuman, we both have been uh, early engineers at uh, like after college we joined two very very early stage startups at that time. So Anshuman was a early very early engineer at Facebook and I was second engineer at a New York based fashion startup Fab dot com. and given both the companies were growing very very rapidly uh, facebook of course we all know fab was the fastest unicorn in the world i think in 2012 uh, and we were asked to you know build a super strong best tech team in the world as quickly as we can and that is where we realized how hard it is to you know build a strong tech team particularly you know even even more so pronounced in india while we produced almost 1.5 million software engineers every year and you would you would know that you know uh, for any startup or even for larger mncs building a solid tech team is super super hard we would typically take 100 interviews and then may, might be able to roll out one offer right and what is broken is actually our education system uh, if i may say it very very candidly our colleges universities are not doing job as they should uh very very few like all the companies which even hire freshers in volume uh, they would have a six month nine month long training program just to get these people so they are just hiring for you know just their iq and aptitude not for their skills and then the companies have to build their skills right so th- and on the other hand i would also know when as a tech interviewer when taking the interview i would see that the person sitting across the table is hard working ambitious smart but he never had the right guidance so we thought that you know instead of just uh, you know this is a huge problem that exists on both the sides companies are struggling to hire and people have no guidance no mentorship to actually build a meaningful career in tech right so we thought can we fix that apart from you know just maybe 0.5 or 1% of the top universities 99% of the people do not really get access to the right community mentorship guidance or curriculum to actually shape up their career so we started interview bit as the first effort to fix that Our what very, year was this uh this was uh, year 25 so around end of 2014 is when both me and shuman we quit our jobs we decided let's move back to india because that is where we feel that this problem need to be addressed uh, in the biggest way uh we started building it out and may 2015 is when we launched our website interviewbit.com 
so interview bit was an effort to kind of you know the first baby step to kind of give us structured plan content resources for engineers to learn everything that we as interviewers at good companies know that top companies look for uh and uh, post that we did it for a couple of years we had great traction we had a community of more than a million software engineers and we started like of course then the natural thing came that fine this is all great people are appreciating but how do we sustain how long can we go without making any money right uh, and that is when we realized and of course the first part of the problem that how hard it is for companies to find good engineers now if we had a community of a million engineers and given their actions on the platform we know that who fits into which job the best uh so as a natural thing to you know survive and you know make some revenue we started partnering with companies to help them hire quality engineers which was while it was a decision like we had been a bootstrapped company for the first four years of our existence and that actually gives you a lot of uh, you know actually that being bootstrapped being frugal that's a superpower right uh so this thing which actually stemmed out of just the need to make money of helping companies hire actually gave us another superpower so we partnered with more than 500 companies both mnc's and startups to figure out that you know we will help you build a strong tech team given we have been training a lot of people to be great engineers right so this is not the traditional recruitment but more of uh you know we are training people and we know who are, who will fit well into your job and we will help you hire them right so we started doing that again we reached to an arr of almost uh, uh, you know 2 million arr uh, by 2018 uh, the primary revenue channel was uh, helping companies hire in different ways uh, so and then the journey of scaler started uh, so that is you know uh, different segue in itself that there were very interesting learnings we had in this period you call scaler a career accelerator uh, on your website do you want to describe that in detail right 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 so if i may say that you know what are we trying to build with scaler uh, and this was actually you know the first line in our pitch deck as well uh, when we thought that we would want to raise uh, some investment and that's mission as well actually to be very candid which is building a online stanford quality you know platform which is entirely virtual uh, and being virtual actually makes it a level playing field for everyone that your geographic so, or economic virtual little bit uh, so even pre covid you were virtual we were entirely virtual even pre covid so like uh, even when we started conceptualizing it in early 2019 we were very very clear that it's going to be entirely virtual and in virtual courses i think one of the biggest complaints is or the biggest metrics which uh, people track is completion rates how i mean how would you describe that uh, uh, for scaler right right so actually our completion rates are exceptionally high they are very much comparable to maybe even a university if you for example compare with a university 100 people take admission in engineering at least 99 98 of them are going to finish it right uh, we have been able to achieve and that's you know that's a superpower that what we believe is that future of universities is entirely virtual at least if we talk in space of computer science right and through right platform product community dynamics etc achieving that completion rate actually we have exhibited uh, even if i talk about let's say in terms of uh, the placement outcomes it's better so for example the first cohort that we started in april 2019 uh, that was a cohort of about 190 folks 
uh, the average salary of these people in, uh, turned out to be 19.6 lakhs, uh, which is actually very much comparable, if not better than most of the IITs in India. Uh, and all these were freshers. These were not experienced engineers. Uh, so tell us a little bit about these cohorts. Like how big are these cohorts? What is the duration? What are the kind of courses that uh, you bring to these cohorts? Right. So uh, the cohorts typically would have us actually over time it changed. Of course, the first cohort was of 200 people. Now we do monthly cohorts of somewhere between 300 to 500 people. Uh, wow. And of course, we are uh, we are very uh, conscious about that. We only scale with exceptionally high quality. Uh, so in the early days, uh, we had uh, our acceptance ratio into the program was just two percent. So every month there would be somewhere about 20 to 30,000 people applying for it. And then we will be making a cohort. And then we take an online entrance test. Uh, we also introduce some interviews uh, in between. Uh, even right now, we do end up saying uh, no to a lot of people where we feel that their current level of knowledge or understanding is not where they will be able to make best use of the program. So instead, then we give them a free a month-long uh, self-paced program to kind of brush up on, and then we might consider them for the program. Interesting. So upskilling is very important, but also job recruitment and sort of placement is very important as well. And tell us a little bit about that end of the spectrum where, I mean, you've trained the people. How do they right. find the job for you? Right, right, right. So there are two angles to it. So, of course, uh, you know, we do have a solid, like, as I said, that our earlier business was like our uh, until mid 2019 our only business like revenue making business was placement to the companies right uh, so we have a solid placement team with uh, with almost 60 people team in the recruitment itself uh, along with a senior business head uh, running it a uh, solid partnership with a lot of companies uh, however that being said that uh, placement is one channel right and uh, like uh, for us like good thing with the tech domain is that jobs are only and only a function of skill, right? Uh, so our curriculum is actually kind of reverse engineered by speaking to the CTOs or the engineering managers of the companies that what is it that you look for when you are hiring someone? And we've only focused on that. So, uh, you know, the, and then of course we help our, uh, you know, people in our cohort once they be, believe that they have gone through all the modules that companies look for. Uh, we make sure that their profile is fairly well polished. Their resumes are as they should be. Uh, their their uh, you know online profiles are at a place where they can easily attract even inbound attention from from companies, right? Uh, and which actually leads to like one of the most common questions. So we have a very vibrant and strong community dynamics internally as well, where you know me and Shuman, all the instructors are very very active. Pretty much every day, one of the most common questions that I have to help people with is that I have multiple offers i have three offers four offers all of them look great and how do you decide which one i should go you know which will help me have a you know faster career uh, trajectory in future uh, so of course you know we have a strong placement team but that being said uh, in tech for making a strong career uh, it's not just the place uh, you know interview opportunity it's primarily more about how good you are with the skills Interesting. So, uh, I mean, th those are great stats. And I mean, of course, a great validation by the market itself. So I'm sure you're iterating the courses and the content and the modules again and again. But you have a very interesting revenue model, right, on how you started this. It became all the hype in the US through income share agreements that, uh, I mean, the students or the candidates only pay once sort of they start earning. 
Are right. you still following that model? Right. Uh, so we did follow income sharing model until uh, May 2018. Uh, as of now, however, of course, after having run about 10 or 12 cohorts uh, in that model, we had very interesting learning. So of course, there are a lot of uh, good uh, positive outcomes of an income sharing agreement, but there are also very interesting uh, you know, psychological dynamics of ISA that we observed. Uh, so right now we are not doing ISAs. Uh, our courses are entirely prepaid courses. Okay. So, I mean, let's drill it down to the basic levels. I've just completed a BTEC from some university in India. I probably don't have the skills to be employed uh, at a fast growing startup. What would you guide me uh, or how would you guide me and how, what would you advise uh, to me? Right, right. So, you know, I will start with the logic that, you know, how should the framework be? First, I need to, let's say if I am a fresh engineering graduate, uh, and of course I want a job at a good company. The very foundational question is that, do I possess all the skills that these good companies look for? Right. So I need to first know that what are the things that these companies look for? Right. Uh, and often there is actually a lot of misguidance there. People would say that, you know, it's X, Y, Z and you will get the job, which actually is not very logical. Right. Uh, so what companies look for as a software engineer, they would want me as obvious as it can be to be really, really good with programming. Right. Second is the companies would want me to be really good with development, being able to build softwares. Right. If I'm trying to be a software engineer, I should be able to create elegant, scalable and maintainable software systems. Right. Uh, that is what I expect from any engineer. And if I build these skills, that is of course foundational second is if i build a profile where my skills are clearly exhibitable that i can showcase that you know i do have these capabilities then there is no reason why a company wouldn't want to talk with me and if they talk with me and if i am able to showcase these same skills uh, into the interviews or through my projects as well there's no reason why the company wouldn't want to hire me right and to address these we like our course uh, curriculum actually curriculum is something which we feel is super super important is very carefully designed and it's actually another very important thing is that it has to we have to iterate very fast on that the reason the universities are not able to do their job is because the curriculum is probably 20 years outdated and what we do is that we kind of iterate on it probably every three months uh, you know and of course given the hiring partnership we know exactly what companies are looking for every week what are the kind of things they are asking in the interviews? What are what are the kind of people who are getting hired? Who are the kind of people who are getting rejected, right? And that is a feedback loop into our curriculum directly. Uh, so basically, having a very strong command on programming, understanding products, uh, understanding being able to design software systems which are very easily maintainable, right? And th and and another one is that if you really want to be an impactful software engineer you have to have the ability to design for scale. Building WhatsApp for 100 people is super easy, but building WhatsApp for a billion people is where the real challenge comes. And interestingly, there are very few in the whole ecosystem today who possess these uh, you know, learnings. Interesting, and another issue, you may call it an issue, that these problems are being solved inside the companies, but the newer crop is never being trained on them. And that is what we are fixing, that you know, like uh, our instructors are all people who have built such systems, you know, someone who has built Facebook Messenger, someone who has built Hotstars, a streaming platform. And they are now training these new crop into these skills. So instead of them having to spend seven, eight years across multiple companies and then slowly learn it and then do these things, they can just learn it in six months 
from these people and then you know be a young tech leader very very quickly within few years of experience interesting and in the indian uh, ed tech ecosystem there have been reports of misselling and misguidance and you mentioned that word as well right. how do you ensure that your i mean the people coming to interview bait and scaler don't have uh, wrong expectations right 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 so, so that is something that we believe is very very sacrosanct uh, so first thing that uh, and actually you know it it has to be solved by design we cannot just say that you know we have the right intent because if it is not solved by design then as things scale there is always a possibility of uh, you know a misselling or misguidance creeping in right so even for example for the company kr point one very very important kr for us is actually outcomes uh, hmm. as, as i mentioned earlier that uh, you know uh, we say no to a lot of people right uh that no you know like we do not believe that uh, we can transform you into an exceptionally good top 1% engineer in a period of 7 months and i admit i cannot do that to anyone and everyone all right uh, there is certain input which is needed as well so outcome is a core metric that we keep for ourselves that people who are enrolling in the course after the course where do they end up do they end up into really good well paying jobs in you know meaningful impactful jobs or not are they able to build those capabilities or not right even on a month over month basis we measure the learning delta very very carefully that each passing month is their learning delta being created or not right uh, so unlike for example the test prep segment where it is just you know that fine everyone study someone who studies well might get the test results it's different here it is act- about actual outcomes for almost everyone right uh, and that delta is going to get hit very very easily if we just you know start taking in anyone and everyone right so that is kind of fixed by design uh, that if learning outcome and career outcome is one of the primary uh, you know kr for us uh, then it is going to address the misselling or misguidance uh, automatically we will we cannot sell just whatever sells right <laughs> no impressive and so talking about outcomes you've partnered with ngos as well and people coming out of your batches are i mean of course ending up with high paying jobs as well but they're doing some amazing projects like do you have some one or two stories of inspiration that you want to share absolutely absolutely so there are maybe on top of my head of course there's a little bit of recency bias uh, so someone who was uh, part of one of the earlier cohorts just a couple of days back uh, the person got hired as a cto of you know a very rapidly growing energy startup right uh which is like which was a moment of satisfaction for us uh, there are almost 12 people who have been in our cohorts and they are running their own startups now although of course in very early stages uh but great hustlers i can say that you know uh, in few years uh, they would have a, you know employing at least double digit people at least and of course some of them might even grow much bigger uh and uh, and there are you know this delta there are actually multiple instances of uh, uh, life transformation so for example i remember this kid who i was recently speaking with uh, his parents have a vegetable uh, you know a vegetable stall uh, mm-hmm. he has he's like they had three kids uh, this person who was part of one of our earlier cohorts was the eldest one and they managed to they knew that with our finances we will only be able to you know uh, get engineer like send one kid to the engineering given this guy was best in the studies in school so decided that okay we will put him into engineering and other two can maybe just you know help with the business uh, their small scale business 
Now this guy after his engineering actually he didn't have an offer and not because he was not capable but just because there was no guidance and no opportunities for him. Uh, post this program right now he is working for again one of the best startups in India at a salary of if I remember correctly about 18 lakhs a year. His monthly income is almost same as the annual income of his entire family before. Uh, right and not just that uh, even in the career he is actually like uh, now he has been working there for almost nine months and just a few weeks uh, back he messaged me that he's being promoted to senior software engineer already right so you know these kind of impact stories actually you know uh, kind of really really move you that how much difference we have been able to create in someone's life not just an individual's life but the entire family Abhimanyu, I want to end on that inspirational note. And thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, I'm sure our listeners will enjoy this and uh, they'll find interview bit and the scalar story. And of course, the upscaling and the inspirational stories that you've shared with us are uh, very inspiring today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Utsav.